Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and welcome into the Final Score Podcast. Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Sports Department here with you. And on this week's podcast, we'll have uh, Ligonor coach Rick Connor on the program. The Lancers used to practicing football during this holiday week. Uh, they're in the state semifinals for the fourth consecutive fall season. Uh, so we look forward to talking to Coach Connor about their big matchup with Frederick High, the first time uh, county teams have met in the state semifinals in football uh, since 1998 uh, when Middletown and Urbana did it. Uh, so we'll ask uh, Coach Connor about the big matchup and, and just the Lancers' uh, terrific 11-0 season so far and, and just how much fun he, he is still having as the longtime uh, coach of the team. Uh, but John Cannon uh, covered that uh, state semifinal um in 1998 between Middletown and Urbana. And uh, John joins us as he does every week. And, John, what do you remember about that game? Yeah, it was uh, well, that's back when Urbana had Zach Mills, a quarterback, and uh, they were uh, they were just a power. They, that was their first year, the first uh, year, year of their great you know, run of four straight state titles. And they hosted that game. Uh, Middletown came out there. Middletown had a heck of a defense. Um, and if memory serves, Middletown had some issues on offense that year, some injuries. That, uh, that it hurt them, but their defense was so strong, they just kept winning. And so basically they came pitted their defense against a really uh, great offense led by a guy, you know, went on the quarterback at Penn State. And uh, it was a good game. And actually, I think it was 24 to nothing uh, now. Urbana won, but if you look at Urbana's other scores that year, that was one of their closer games, including the playoff. Right, and, and that's back when Urbana was a Class 2A school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, the first... 2000 or 98 was the first of their four state championships so that was at the very beginning of the run uh, for that great urbana team uh, 50 50 wins in a row four state titles in a row mm-hmm. um in 1986 i think the only other time we've had two frederick county teams meet in the state football semifinals was in 86 walkersville beat catoctin um, I believe in the Class C um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, semifinals. I believe the score was twenty-one to eight in that game. So, so uh, th- th- this is a rare, um, uh, a rare thing we're having this week. Just the third time um, uh, that uh, Frederick County teams have met in the state semifinals. What, what, what do you, what do you make of this Ligonier Frederick matchup? <laughs> uh, I, I really think it could go either way. I know Ligonier got on the last time, but Frederick's a, a team on the rise, and now they've got some confidence. You know, after beating. Franklin and Damascus, I mean, two teams, you know, with state playoff history. So they're, they're feeling a little better about themselves maybe than the last time they faced Linganore. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you, you saw Frederick beat Damascus, and, and, and you came away really impressed in that game. I, and, uh, and and just the Linganore juggernaut uh, rolls on. Um, uh, what, what do you think Frederick might have to do to win this game? And the big play is passing. Um, you know, hit some of those big uh, – Big pass plays, I think, are definitely going to help them, and and just can't make mistakes because if I I've not seen Lenore this year, but if they're like they usually are, they're a very disciplined team, and they don't make you know they don't make many mistakes. They just wait for somebody else, or they force errors. I guess is what they do. Yeah, I mean, both teams have great sophomore running backs. Uh, uh, Frederick with uh, Tay Anderson uh, had 300 yards rushing last week in in, in the win over Franklin. Has Frederick really dominated the second half of that game with the with that running game? Uh, over overcoming a, a ten point deficit uh, a, a, to pull off that great win, and then Ligonor with uh, Ethan Arneson all season uh, over over nineteen hundred yards, more than twenty touchdowns. Uh, so he's just been awesome all year. So so what, what whatever team might 
be able to stop the uh, the opposing team's running game, mm-hmm. uh, uh, whatever defense plays better, uh, that 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 could be that could be a huge factor in this game. So we're down to our final uh, fall uh, uh, sport here, John. Football. Uh, two, two teams left. The, the we were guaranteed to have a winner mm-hmm. in, in the state final in Annapolis uh, next week. Um, and we, we almost had a couple of other teams uh, get through to the semifinal round. Um, you were at the Urbana game, and uh, Urbana played Dundalk in the, in the 4A, 3A, this new classification, their quarterfinals. And Urbana had a, had a late lead, but then Dundalk caught, caught him at the end there. It was a weird game, scoreless in the first half. And then uh, Urbana came out with Keegan Johnson, a quarterback. Now, he had been hassled, uh, harassed a good bit during the first half, didn't really get a chance to get a lot of his passes off. And all of a sudden, he came out with a couple of long pass play touchdowns, and boom, Urbana's up 15 nothing against a, a Dundalk team that has yet to lose this year. And, and they were the top seed, yeah. yeah and then, but Dundalk, they just worked their way back in in the fourth quarter. They got some, uh, they got stops on defense. And meanwhile, they had a really great pass rush. Um, against Johnson, and then they um, they just they used a running game for the most part. And they had a little pass, they had a catch and run along, and got a couple touchdowns, and they got momentum, and they just they ended up picking and winning the game. Yeah, you, you mentioned to me that even though Urbana had the lead, you never thought Dundalk was really out of the game. Just one one, one or two plays here, and then and they're right back in it, and sure enough, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, their their, their defense was tough. They really were. And, and, and then Brunswick uh, made the state quarterfinals as well. They they gave uh, uh, Perryville uh, a, a tussle in Class One A, but the Railroaders uh, fall short last uh, Thursday to end their uh, their uh, their great season. So uh, so here we are, uh, Frederick and Ligonor. The teams met before um, on October fifteenth. Uh, Ligonor won the game uh, t- twenty eight to fourteen. Frederick uh, had their chances early in the game. They they had a couple of touchdowns called back by penalty. They were also stopped on the goal line on, on a fourth down play. So, um, so Frederick had hit some of those plays uh, in, in this game. It, it it might be it might be pretty interesting. So think about Frederick. Uh, I've noticed a few times I've seen them. They'll uh, maybe once or once during the game they'll pull out a trick play in there that usually ends up being kind of pivotal. I'd be curious to see what they come up with this week. Uh, right. Yeah, you, the, you you think. Lincolnor will be the prohibitive favorite. They're the team that's pl- they're the team that's played in this game much more often. Frederick hasn't been in the state semifinals since 1985. So, so you think Frederick might need a few wrinkles to to, to actually uh, uh, pull the upset in the game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so John, basketball season's right 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 around the corner here. Uh, I, I know we're both looking forward to the, the getting inside in these gyms because the because the weather's um, turning cold. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll have you back on next week to talk about uh, the, the the state final, uh, whether it be uh, Frederick or Ligonor. The winner of that game will play the winner of the other three A semifinal between Northern and Chesapeake, and they'll play on December fourth, which is a Saturday at seven p.m. down in Annapolis. So, we'll, so we'll have all that to talk about next week. But uh, coming up next, uh, Rick Connor, uh, Ligonor football coach, will be on. It, it's, it's been a while since. Uh, we've had Coach Connor in here, and I uh, look forward to uh, chatting with him about about the game, his team season, and just just what's ahead. So uh, stay tuned, everyone, uh, for Ligonar Coach Rick Connor. It is Thanksgiving week, and that must mean the happiest man in Frederick County is Ligonar High football coach Rick Connor, whose team once again 
will uh, play in a state semifinal practicing on Thanksgiving week. That, that's the best, isn't it, Coach? Practicing Absolutely. Thanksgiving Day? Absolutely. Uh, no better day of the year to play football than Thanksgiving Day. Uh, it's, our kids look forward to it. Uh, you know, school's out. So we get to really just concentrate on, on football. Uh, we, we got a big game coming up against Frederick High School, who's, who's playing outstanding. Uh, Thursday, we get to practice in front of a bunch of alumni, former players. They get to come back and see our kids and and kind of just you know tell them tell them about their seasons and and they do they mingle afterwards. Uh, Coach John Grimm, who's a longtime Lingonor guy, he'll show up and make a big speech at the end. Uh, I think my high school coach may even come up. So it's 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 a lot of a uh, lot of neat neat uh, opportunities. And then everyone comes over to your house for Thanksgiving dinner, right? <laughs> Don't tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are Mr. Ligonor, but now you're literally Mr. Ligonor because you live right across the right across the street from school. I mean, you, you like the high school probably asks you to cut the grass um, uh, when you're cutting your, cutting your own. Yeah, they're, uh, they 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 see where they see a lot of us. <laughs> Is it nice living right across the street? I mean, oh yeah, it is. It's, you can just walk to, walk to work. It's pretty easy, huh? I can ride my four wheeler over there and and get it done. And I probably will uh, tomorrow and Thursday. And so we'll see how that goes. But it's uh, might be a little chilly, but it's uh, yeah, we like it. My, my wife and I and uh, Timmy lives there. I mean, what, what, what does it mean uh, to you to to have this group back in this position? Now? Like four fall seasons now, you guys have been. Uh, either in the state title, and, and, and right now you're on you're on the verge of getting back there again. Uh, it it just just a, a great accomplishment for these kids. Our assistant coaches have done a great job teaching football. Our kids have done, been outstanding at letting us coach them. And and when you coach coaching, I mean, you know, hearing things maybe some people don't want to hear, you know, and and you got to do this better. You got to do it this way. And and they've they've let us do that. They've responded. Uh, this is a really smart group of kids. Uh, most of our kids made Donna roll and at a 60 some kids on our roster. So that, that says a lot about them. Uh, and and they're, they're good kids. So it's, it's just, and they like each other. They play for each other. Uh, they're very unselfish and uh, they, they show up every day and, and work hard. Even your offensive linemen are like 4.0, like, yes, 4.0 plus students. I mean, the, the, the old stereotype is they're linemen, they're, they're goofy, they're, they're not that smart, but, but you actually do have smart linemen. Oh, our, our, our left guard just got, uh, as a junior, admitted into the uh, National Honor Society. Uh, our right tackle is academically, I think he's our number one student at Lincoln, or I think he has a 4.7 GPA, perfect straight A's. That'd be Jacob Cannon. Jacob Cannon. Uh, Tyler Willis, weighted 4.5 GPA. Our center, so they're, they're all do out, do a great job in the classroom. Wait, was your GPA that high in high school? <laughs> no, no, I did not. I was I was a solid student. Let's put it that. I I, I tell the same about me, I, <laughs> but 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 I wasn't I wasn't above four like like a, like a lot of your kids are. Oh no, yeah, uh, no, I was not. Yeah, um, it's not unfamiliar to everyone that you guys are back in this position, but it, but it is a bit unfamiliar for everyone that Frederick High uh, is in this position. Though they'll, they'll be your opponent. Um, uh, uh, Friday night, and uh, before before we get into the whole how cool is that the two county teams are in the state semifinals? Like, what what do you think of the job that uh, Kevin Perry and, and and the group at Frederick High has done this year? Oh, it's 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 absolutely amazing uh, to, to turn a turn a program around. It takes a lot of work, and it's it's a lot of work that nobody sees. And the fact that uh, the, this young man Kevin has has hung in there. And took his lumps, and now is reaping the rewards. Uh, 
and it's cool to wear a Frederick jersey again. It's cool to play football at Frederick High School, uh, and, and they are playing really well. They're coached very well. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, my hat's off to them. You know, great job. Where have they improved the most in your mind? Uh, well, one, they've got, they've, they're, they're, they've got, their line of scrimmage is much better than it usually is. Uh, they're, they're, they're big. They're, and this is a good group. He has a good group of seniors right now. Uh, they, 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 they were good even coming up through the youth league. You knew that Frederick had a good team. So, uh, but, but they're, they're just really, really solid up front. They're big, they're physical. They come off the ball, they, they finish blocks. So somebody's doing a great job with their line of scrimmage. Uh, defensively, the front seven, uh, the linebackers play downhill. Uh, the nose guard is is, is an outstanding player. He he comes off the ball, so it's um, yeah they've done a nice job. Where where some teams uh, don't don't are not as coached as well. Right. I mean, we've known football in this area has been really good for a really long time now. Yes, it's no secret that Frederick County has a very strong football. Um, group of, uh, of teams right uh, but but you guys are always banging heads in in the, in the same regions and and you're running into each other before we get to this stage right uh now uh, sort of with the playoffs opened up a little bit uh uh the, the um you guys are on opposite sides of the bracket or you're you're more spaced out in the brackets and now we have two Frederick County teams and, and a huge game like a state sem- semifinal. I mean, that, that, that's a huge milestone for county football, right, to have two teams in the Final Four? Absolutely, yes. Uh, us- usually, yeah, we've, we've either knocked each other off by this point in time and we're playing somebody out of county uh, from another part of the state. So the, to, to be one of four, to be two of the four teams left in, is, is, that's, uh, that's a feather in Frederick County's cap because uh, the, you know, the, the level of – play is, is very high for on both these teams well, well what do you what do you think of this whole open playoffs and the six classifications i mean i know i know you're happy to be where you are and uh and stuff but but what, what's your take on on this change uh you know i kind of let 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 the other people decide that i didn't mess with it too much um the the six classifications compared to four you know uh, you know we, we got a buy which i didn't like uh so so i, I looking at it now you know may, maybe the other way they, they, they did it with the uh, reseeding after the first round of the playoffs might or two rounds of the playoffs might suit everybody a little better, but uh, I'm good with it. You know, you got to play – eventually you're going to play really good football teams, and, and we're at the point in the season now where that we're going to play a very good football team. And uh, the winner of this game is going to play another re- really good football team. So it's uh, – it's it's kind of sorting itself out, if you, if you will. Do, do you think it gets watered down though? Maryland's not a huge state uh, in terms of size and uh, population. I, six class. I mean, that's like Texas. We're talking like yeah. Texas and Florida and and Pennsylvania. Six classifications. I I, th- I think it does. I think it absolutely does. I think uh, there were some teams last week playing that that had losing records and they were still in the playoffs, which I think in the, with the other format that wouldn't have happened. Right. I mean, and like like you said, you just you said you're a guy. Tell us who we play. We'll 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 show up and be there, and and, and we'll play them. Do you do you do you think it's going back, or do you think this is going to be the new way going forward? Uh, I I don't think I think I don't see it changing. To be honest with you, I think it, it uh, by le- allowing all the football teams to make the playoffs, they've uh, they they're in line with all the other sports. All the other sports, everybody makes the playoffs. So I think they've right. done that. I just I think yeah it looks like it's fair and the same for all the sports now but but you know 
in basketball, if the number one seed plays an eight seed and they win by 50 points, okay, they win by 50 points. If in football, it's, it's a little different type of game where there's a lot more collisions, a lot more impact and contact, and and uh, you know, I'm not sure that it, it, it's fair, but I'm not sure it, it makes as as good a sense as the other way with the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, can it be a safety issue too? Because I mean, if a team's mm-hmm. one and nine, they might be struggling to match up physically with a bunch of teams. Absolutely. And, and to force them to play another game against the top seed, or a really good football mm-hmm. team, kids could be getting hurt, right? Uh, yes, it's it's you don't get you know basketball, you you give up two points in football, you get you get tackled and you get smashed and you 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 could uh, get hurt. Uh, I, I think there were a lot of blowouts in the first first round, to be honest with you. Yeah, and you guys, like you said, you weren't even playing because there's an odd number of teams in the region. Yeah. So, so here, here, here we are. We have a we have a um, high school football week, and, and the top seed in all of Class Three A is not even playing and not even taking being a part of the week and stuff like that. So, h- how did you guys how did you guys handle that? I mean, you looked at the bye and talking to you as an opportunity. How how did you approach your bye week? Well, we we thought it was either going to help us or hurt us, and we decided that uh, we 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 kept practice every day. We we cut it back a little bit, but we we created competitions. We had we played. We had one day we did two minute drill. The other day we did a goal line drill, and and we got and you know we don't have. We're, we, we have very few kids that play both ways, and the kids that do play both ways, we also we always have a guy that can, that's pretty solid at their spot as well. So we just played offense against defense, and the kids had a blast. They got after it. They they got on each other's nerve a little bit, and and they were hooting and hollering. And I thought that really got us through that week of of the bye week and, and got us ready to play uh, our uh, Oakdale, which was you know that, that was a tough matchup. It was a tough matchup, but you guys, the, the, you guys showed no ill effects from the bye. I mean, uh, you, you said it could go one of two ways, and it went the positive way for you. I mean, you guys didn't miss a beat. O- offensively, I think you scored on eight of your nine possessions in that yeah, game, or whatever. Yeah, and, you, yeah, and defensively, you were right there too. And the one, the one possession ended. With, we were just taking a knee, so it was uh, offensively we were really good that game. And uh, that, was, that was, you know, Jordan Dixon, Kevin Clancy, Tony Delaval, Rich Thompson. Those guys do a great job with the with the offense. Each team, each each group, no matter how successful, is is unique. Um, what do you, what do you enjoy about these guys? Uh, they really like each other. I mean, at practice, you know, we have on Thursdays we have a lineman's feast and the whole team gets fed and parents bring food in and it's really pretty cool. But at the end, they, they go out and play cornhole and set up tournaments and, and just they're they're you know we're done at five five fifteen, they're still playing at seven thirty. You know, Timmy strolls in and. And they were hanging out with each other. They, they, they like each other. The other really neat thing about this team, this group, is, is they're really smart. They do, they do a great job in the classroom. Like I said, most of our kids on our 60-man roster have made the honor roll, which is, you know, I, I couldn't say that every year. Right. So, so the academic side, yep. that, that's, that's sort of a, a, not a new thing for you, but, but it's, you don't get that every year. No, but but, but the the togetherness that that what sets this group apart too. Well, that that that's that's a common denominator of, of a lot of our really good football teams. They they were best friends. These guys are best friends. Right. So it's uh, we've been lucky, and, and and it's been that way the last few years. It's kind of our, our culture. You know, you're in, and everybody gets along, and everybody supports each other. Everybody helps each other when they're supposed to help each other, and 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 ask more of each other when they're supposed to ask more of each other. So it's uh, it's it's something that has been passed down, and and we've been, you know, as coaches, really fortunate to be a part of that.
Right. Uh, another common denominator for your really good teams is you guys run the ball really, really well. I, I think all your state championship teams have been able to do it. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're doing it at a very high level this year. Your, your sophomore running back, uh, Ethan Arneson, has uh, more than 1,900 yards, more than 20 touchdowns. You have a great offensive line. Is Are, are you running the ball right now we, as well as you ever have? We, uh, we're, we're, we're up there with the top three or four teams that, that I've coached in the last 20 years at Lingner that – are successful running running the ball. Um, Jordan Dixon's our line coach. He does a great job with that. Jordan's a former lineman too. Uh, yeah, he, he, uh, outstanding lineman. Played at Shepherd was a, was an all conference type player. Uh, Kevin Clancy's our, our quarterbacks coach, receivers guy, and Herman King and Rich Thompson do the running back. So it's it's uh, it's, it's they really have done a great job teaching football and. The, this this team, you know, the, our sophomore running back, and you know, I don't think we've ever had a sophomore have as many yards as he's had. Uh, just has a real skill, that special talent that he, he just finds holes, finds creases, stays in it, lets us coach him, and then when it's time to hit it, he hits it, and you know, he gets a 60-yard run, a 40-yard run, a, a 30-yard run all in one game, and in three carries, it's 120 yards, and, you're, and that's how he winds up with, with his, you know, again, in 11 games, we never had a guy have 1,900 yards. And if someone shows up at your game and says, "Hey, who's Ethan Arneson?" <laughs> I mean, they might be surprised because he's 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 not he's not a big kid. He's he's like me. He's 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 small. He's up five six. Is that about right? He's probably, he's probably five eight, one seventy. But he is he is strong in the weight room. He benches over hundred pounds of his body weight. Uh, he can squat whatever you put on the bar. He's flexible. He's 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 a special athlete. Right. Even though he may not look like. The poster child of the, the kid ru- rushing for 1,900 yards. He's he's put together. His dad was a great wrestler for yeah. uh, like uh, for Legonor. He's the wrestling coach of uh, Ben Arneson, so that helps to have that sort of r- running running through the family. There, uh, good genes and, and, and good coaching prowess are already in the family. Yes, and his, his mom was a good track uh, kid at Legonor as well. So right, Julie. Yeah. yeah. So he's. Uh, yeah, he he picked the right parents. Right, he did. But but you made a very good point a couple of weeks ago about uh, Ethan that I thought is telling. I mean, it's why he's been so good this season. A lot of young running backs they have a tendency when it's not there up the middle they they bounce it to the outside. You, you said a couple of weeks ago you told me Ethan stays inside. See? He he sticks with it. I mean, just t- talk about that dynamic and, and why that's helped him well, so much. You know, and. He's he's bought in. Like I said, he's let us coach him. You know, he, at first he wouldn't score a touchdown every time he touched the ball, and that's that's normal. That's what all these new uh, outstanding backs want to do. Uh, we 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 took the pressure off him. Said you don't have to score a touchdown every every time. We want four yards, gain four yards, and then if you stay in it, watch it open up, and it, and 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 the sixty yard run will will, will come. The fo- the forty yard, the burst, the the the, the running untouched it will come. But you stay in it. Don't don't bounce it out because when you bounce it out, you're you're there are some defenders out there we're not accounting for that we're we're not blocking. So right, I, I think you said you said to me uh, a couple of weeks ago. There, there's nothing out there for you. S- stay inside, keep running inside, be patient, and and, that, and that's what really one of his strengths. He's patient and he waits for his blocks to to sort of develop for him. And he's he's gotten so much better at it. And it's it's because he's gotten a lot of carries and he's got a lot of practice running the ball. <laughs> I mean, I think he's carried about almost you know 280 times, but. The he yeah he's he's he stays in it he stays he stays where his blocks are and he, he's patient waits for him to open up and then he he steps on the gas. 
Do you have to watch his workload because he's not he's not the biggest running back in the world. Um, I mean, and he's and he's had like you said almost 300 carries out of this year. The uh, yeah, we're concerned about that. You know, I know uh, usually Monday and Tuesday he gets very limited touches in practice, and he gets to uh, you know re, uh, refresh refresh himself, rebuild, get get healthy again. And uh, we took it easy on the first two days this week, so tomorrow he'll he'll be. He'll be in the mix. I know I, he came up to me today at conditioning. He said, Coach, can I run conditioning? I said, sure. <laughs> so we let him run conditioning. But, but we took it easy on him. He, so he's, he'll be healthy. He'll be fresh. But, but not all your backs have been – not all of your really good running backs have been that big. I mean, uh, going back just in my time here, Pat Balderson was, was, was an undersized guy. Little guy that could, could, could turn it on. Uh, Kevin Myers, little guy, uh, put together. Guy. All these guys, outstanding weight room guys. Right, right, right yeah. Pound they, for they, pound, they, as strong as anybody. Right, they, they they could squat, they could squat your house, yeah. but 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 they're they're just not they're just not that big physically, and 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 they sort of almost take you by Davon Butler, another yeah. kid who could probably uh, uh, squat anything, yeah. but 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 not a big guy, but but productive, and 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 they are able to handle huge workloads for oh, you. Oh, yes, yes. Xander McClure, not a big guy, really explosive and fast and yeah, right. gained Zander, a lot of yards. Xander just graduated. Yep. So, um, so, so, so you're able to f- find these kids that can not only – I mean, they're not that big, but they, they can handle all, all, all this work. Well, Xander got a lot of carries too, and, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's you know, attributed to a lot. You know, their, their, their commitment in the weight room, you know, they're, they're put together. They're, they're not – Fragile kids. They're not made of glass. These guys are uh, super strong, super flexible. They they understand the whole process of training at a season, and they do a great job of it. You couldn't you couldn't put them back there if they were oh, uh, no. fragile, right? Could not. They right. they would make it. They wouldn't hold up. Right. So so Ethan's great. He's got great vision. Uh, he's he's coachable. He's he's doing what you're asking him to do. But at the same time, he needs some holes open for him right. too. And and and. Your line is right up there with the best lines you've coached. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, they're 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 outstanding. They, they're we've had some really good ones, and, and they're going to be uh, one of the better ones we've we've coached when it's all said and done. Right. Uh, you're 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 right. Tackle uh, Jacob Cannon. You know, multiple times you've said to me he's a scholarship player, and yeah. and and when you guys run, you're often running to, to hit his side of the ball. We we, uh, we we like we like running behind 77. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's no mistake. I mean, you watch the film, you'll you'll see it. He's uh he's really strong, powerful, smart, and he he probably six one two seventy, two seventy five. You know, I know he's going up and watch Shepherd. There he's been waiting to see their their campus, Frostburg. So a couple of really successful D2 schools are, are looking at him. Uh, and once they see his transcript, I'm sure he'll be a no-brainer because he'll, he'll get some football money and a, a lot of academic money and, and everything will be yeah. affordable. It, it's, it's not easy to transfer your senior year of high school. I mean, uh, that's not an easy thing. He was playing at Tuscarora before, and he's come to you guys, and, and it seems like your guys have just uh, – he's blended right in. It's uh, Yeah, it, it was how – it's like he's always been there. You know, it's, and I, I'm not sure how that happened. I, I think he knew some of the guys beforehand, maybe through some type of community thing. But uh, he's been a he's, you know, it's been an easy fit, a natural fit, and we're we're yeah we're glad he's uh, playing as well as he's playing. Is is Keister uh, is is he your is he your right guard? Uh, he's our left guard. Our left guard. Okay. And then Mikey Ayers, our right guard. He's a sophomore. He's he's going to be he's going to be a great player. He's right. he's he's really really good. At, I'm trying to think of maybe Dustin Keith was the next best sophomore we've had 
play for us like as well as he's doing. And Dustin was one of the all-time greats that I've coached. Right, and, and, and then you pull Keister uh, <laughs> uh, from the left side, and he's knocking people on their on, on their Keister. He's, so. he's he's played better every game this year. So we we're hoping you know, we're we're expecting his his twelfth game to be his best one. Because because when you ask Ethan about running and running to the right behind Jake Buchanan, he's he, he's quick to point out that he's also running behind um, uh, Zach uh, Keister yeah. too. So in, in, in your center, uh, Tyler Willett. He's a two year starter for us. <clears throat> His brother played on our last state championship team, uh, 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 Zach. He's up at Frostburg playing free safety. So he's, uh, you know, he knows what, what it's all about. His dad is a coach at Linganore. He, he's been coaching with me, I think, 18 years. Uh, he was a state champ at Linganore High School way back when with Dwayne Musselman and Chet Mitchell and those guys. So it was, uh, it's, it's, they're, they're, they have a Lancer connection. And, and is he calling all the all the blocking assignments? Is he, is he calling everything? Tyler on the Tyler makes makes the first call, and then we echo it and go off from from his call. Yes. Okay. And uh, and again, he's he's really he's got a great GPA. His, trans, his transcript looks awesome. Right. And and your most under the radar guy on your line might be your your, uh, your left tackle. Yeah. Uh, who, who, who's, the, who's an excellent player, and, and you've had some great left tackles. Um, <laughs> like, you know, I think there's a guy playing for the Los Angeles Rams right now that, 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 that played for you. Rob, so. Rob was Rob was one. Of, he's he's the best. Yeah, he's, right. He's he's the standard. But but your left tackle is good. Oh, he's outstanding. He and he he's he's a great kid. He brings the juice. He brings enthusiasm. Uh, our offense relies on him a lot for for motivation and and and, and who, focus. Is, who is it for the list oh, oh, brandon eckhoff he's right, yeah. he's he's yeah he's he's really fun to coach right um and defensively uh uh you have a uh, guy by the name of chase schultz uh, who's <laughs> who's having an outstanding season Ch- chase is he's you know you get a kid c- come in there as a freshman and he said man he's he has a chance to be great and uh sometimes they, they just don't it just doesn't happen well, it's finally it's happened for Chase. He's 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 having a great year. Uh, he's he's on and defense. We play him in the middle. We play him on the edge. Uh, he's playing a lot of fullback for us right now. Uh, he had a touchdown last week. He caught a touchdown pass. Which, if you would have told me Chase Schultz was going to catch a touchdown pass before the season started, I would have said uh, that's a long shot. But but he's 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 doing everything we need him to do on both sides of the ball. And he's a leader. He's, he's enthusiastic. He loves football. I mean, in the spring, you had a guy named Cole Mitchell uh, yeah. uh, uh, playing. Uh, playing. He's uh, playing Cole's role for us. Right. That's a great uh, analogy because he's our guy. You know, he's our tough guy. He's, a, he's our guy that we count on him to make plays. To, to, to get in the backfield. Get in the backfield. You know, when things, when we're our back's against the wall, we expect him to uh, bail us out. Right. Uh, he w- he wasn't trying to do this, but in the Oakdale game, he had a big sack in the final minute of the first half that that, that knocked uh, Joe Pippen out of the game. Again, he wasn't trying to hurt him or anything, but right. but that changes the game because when <laughs> Oakdale didn't have Pippen for that second half, they, they they were a different team. Right. Yeah. And and he he that was a big play, big big quarterback sack by by Chase, which yeah he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. It just it was just awkward the way uh, Joe went to the ground, but. Uh, Chase Chase made a bunch of plays uh, last week in, that, in the city playoff game where their best player was our quarterback and he's running around and, and Chase is there to, to corral. Yeah, I mean, is Chase your contained guy on running plays too? Uh, uh, it depends where he's at. If he's in the middle middle of the formation as a nose guard, we, we want him to 
uh, create a lot of havoc. If he's on the edge, yeah, we want him to to pressure the quarterback. Right, and, and Cole Mitchell, by the way, is it playing at, playing at Pitt now? He's so at Pitt. Just, yep, he so traveled so, last week. Right, so those are some, and Pitt's having a great season. Yes, right? they are. With Jordan Addison, the, yep. the Tuscarora kid, and, and and Cole's now traveling with the team. So, so just to put it in perspective, Chase was stepping into some pretty big shoes. Yes, he was. Yep, yeah. yep. And, and he's done it. So, uh, who who else has really opened your eyes on defense? Uh, you know, we we have a sophomore linebacker who leads our team in tackle, Neil Carter or Car- Carter Neal, and we we're, we're he just keeps getting better, and, and all our sophomores have gotten better with, with each game. Uh, Nate Engel's playing linebacker for the first time for us. Remember, we only returned one starter on defense, Chase. All right. these, all the other guys are new. Uh, Luke DeMember's doing a great job for us at the other end, opposite of Cole Stansberry, who's a three-sport three star, plays starts for our lacrosse team, starts for a basketball team, and now he's become an outstanding football player. Uh, in the sec- secondary, Dylan Allnut's playing great at either safety position, um, so it's, 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 uh, Joe Hopkins and Trevor Jenkins are two tackles are, are big physical kids that can run. So it, the, the defense kind of has, has come together with each week and got a little better. And our secondary has probably our most improved area with Jack, uh, Josh Sackar. He had three interceptions last night. I already mentioned Dylan is strong. Timmy Connors playing free safety and Kelsey Bannon's, uh, starting at the other cornerback, cornerback spot. So it's, uh. Defensively, you know, the, the 10 new guys have, have, have had 11 games under the belt, a, a bye week, uh, a couple preseason weeks of practice. So they're, they're where they should be. Is, is it just experience? Just, just they're getting more comfortable in their jobs? Because early in the season, teams were hitting big plays on you. Yeah. I mean, Oakdale scored a lot of points yes. against you in the first matchup. Um, and, it, and you guys were giving up a lot of big plays. All these new starters, the defense clearly wasn't um, – where, where it needed to be, but why is it improved so much? Well, I think, yeah, just experience, more more comfortable, understanding exactly what we want them to do. And, and again, we, we, we these guys, they were trying to almost do too much. And, and we, 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 so we lessened our load. We said, this, this, is where you, this, this is what you have to do. We need you to be the best you. You don't need to be the best player on the field. Just be the best you at your position. And we want to make sure this doesn't, you know, take away this. And they, they've gotten a lot better at it, and now they're back to – Making plays where they, you know, they'll leave leave the area and, and go gambling and, and for a pick or something, and it's worked out well. Well, well, was the Frederick High game was that the turning point for your defense? Because because again, g- going into that game, you might have still been nervous about the big playability. Frederick High obviously can hit some big plays with with their athletes. Yeah. What well, was that? But you guys held them to fourteen points in that game. Was was that was that a big turning point? That, that was a. a a big confidence builder for us because we knew they were good. We saw how many, you know, I think at the time we played them, they were averaging like 54 points a game or something like that. They yeah. were leading the state in points scored, and, and we we had a really good third, second and third quarter and really, really good in the fourth quarter to take away one possession. So they uh, they made plays. It was, it was yeah, it was a fun game, and, and they kind of rallied around each other, and, and that's what they've been doing ever since. You, you feel you match up pretty well with Frederick High. We we feel like we're big up front on defense to counter their their size and their offensive line. Um, we, we we think our secondaries improved where we we can defend their their pass game better than we we could earlier in in the year. So, uh, and we we just have to run to the ball and 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 make sure uh, uh, you know the running back we tackle tackle him in large numbers. Right, and I mean in in previous years you've had some. Some guys go both ways. Right. This year, you don't have a ton of guys going both ways. Is, is, does that help? Oh, absolutely. Guys, Keeps, guys are fresher. Or? Well, if if nothing else, it's it's you limit 
the snaps of uh, you know the snaps a two-way player takes compared to the snaps a one-way player takes are half. So it's you're you're just that much more fresh. You're, you have half the chance of getting hurt because uh, you're not getting as many snaps as, as a two-way player. So it's uh, it's worked out well for us. That's always been our philosophy. We've always played a lot of guys. Rarely do we have kids go both ways, but sometimes you know the Cole Mitchells, the Scotty Hummels, the Division One kids have to and. Uh, and right. right now we, we we're we're pretty content with what we got. And sometimes your numbers and positions aren't where they yeah. are in other seasons. So just a, a, a lot of factors go into it. But right. but this year having to play very few kids, if, if any, both ways. I mean that would seem to be a big competitive advantage. It it re- really is too because we get to talk to our kids when when the defense is off the field. I get to talk to the defense when the offense is off the field. Jordan gets to talk to the offense. So it it it's. The communication, the, the adjustments are there. When you have a two-way player and he goes from playing wide receiver to defensive back or from defense tackle to, to offensive guard, you can't communicate with him and talk to him about adjustments you want to make and, hey, this is how we want to block this scheme. This, this is something we didn't see in practice. and They've schemed uh, this type of alignment for us on, on, all, on defense, so we're going to block it this way. You just don't get it. You, you have to rely on a player telling him, and it's, uh, it's a little harder. Well, when you looked at this group at the start of the season, I mean, you're Ligonor. I mean, everyone assumes you're, you're going to be at least pretty good. Did, did you see this kind of potential in this group? Uh, you know, especially with the defense having so many new starters. It, it we we thought we we uh, we we thought we were going to have some really tough games early on, and if we got through, we thought we'd have this type of season, and we and we did get through the, the early part of the season. To I think it went. Walkersville, Oakdale, Middletown, or something like that. Yeah, and it was uh, it was hard, and and our kids, our kids, got through it, and and now they're playing with a certain amount of confidence and and a certain amount of uh, you know swag where they think they're 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 good, and 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 that's good. Uh, the the quarterback of the team is your son, yeah. um, uh, 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 Timmy Connor. Um, is it is it is it, is it awkward coaching your son? Uh, it, I guess it is, but it's really not because I don't I don't have anything to do with the offense. Jordan does that. Kevin Clancy they they get on him when they need to get on him. They've done a great job developing him, you know, and and to see the progress he's made from the three years he's been up on varsity, from a kind of a quarterback that turned around and hand the ball off to the quarterback he was in the spring where he he had some big games throwing the ball to the guy he is now where he's you know he, he can throw it he can run it. He he kind of understands. He's coached on the field. He knows what all the positions do. He knows what the coaches want him to do. So it's it's uh, fun to be kind of just really a dad and watch that part aspect of the game. And, and it, it, you've done it before. I mean, your you, your your other um, uh, boy uh, Ricky um, yeah. play play played co- some quarterback for you. So it's not a totally new thing. No. And I'm sure you get this uh, question a lot. But it's like, do you have to go harder on your son in practice, or are you tougher on him just to prove that you're not going to play favoritism with him and stuff like that? Or well, I, I'm really lucky because uh, Tim, Timmy is an extremely hard worker. I mean, I. He's one of the hardest workers we've ever had, and uh, so he, kind of the kids see that. You know, the Monday mile, they know they know who's going to win the Monday mile. You know, it's going to be Timmy, the, the guy who's going to be in the weight room, the guy who's going to, he's going to, ha- his his lifts are good. He's going to be, when we do conditioning at the end, he's going to be right up the front there with Chase Schultz and Josh Little. Those three guys always win, and it's uh, so, so, so so no one's going. Oh, he's coach. He's coach Connor's son. So right. he's getting special treatment. No one's. That's not. It's not even in people's minds. Um, no, nah, I, I don't think so. Uh, because yeah, he 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 works harder than most kids. <laughs> right. 
he, he throws a really nice ball, but I think his ability to run and, and, and take off and run, you guys killed Frederick High in that first game uh, with, with Timmy's ability to just to pull the ball. Frederick High's defense is crashing. Uh, stop that inside run of yours, and then he just takes it around the, the end for 20 yards or in a first down or something. Right, and, and our coaches, they, they you know everybody runs that play now. It's called a, a read. And they're reading the last guy in the line of scrimmage. RPO, yeah. And he can run it, pass it, and uh, they've done a great job teaching him. I, I really don't know, you know. Uh, sometimes he pulls it, and they're they they they're good with it. Sometimes they think he should give it. So I, I, I'm pretty sure the rule is, when in doubt, give it. So when you pull it, you got to be right. So he, he made some good plays uh, against Frederick the last time we played him. Yes. Right, and, and Timmy had to uh, overcome a, 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 an injury this year. Uh, he, he was hurt in the Walkersville game, so um, uh, his, his backup, uh, Christian uh, uh, Petrozelli, came in and did a nice job, I thought. But oh, but, yeah. but, but but he's a different player. I, I, I don't, uh, Christian throws a nice ball, but I don't think he gives you the running ability that, and the athleticism that Timmy has. Well, not yet. Christian's only in 10th grade. He'll get stronger and faster. Uh, and, and in the uh, Oakdale, Christian sprained his ankle, and it just took him a couple weeks to get back. Uh, now they're both 100%, and both look good in practice. And and uh, we, yeah, we would we don't have a problem playing either one, to be honest with you. Right. How did Timmy handle the injury? Uh, he was disappointed. Uh, you know, he, here's a kid who worked really hard, and he was brokenhearted. And <clears throat> and you know, he's only going to play so much football. He's probably he's, he's going to go on and play basketball at Shippensburg uh, when when his high school season's over. So, you know, football, this was his last go-round, and so he's, uh, he's gotten a second chance, and he's made most of it. The, the, the spring season, that, that was pretty helpful for, for you guys and everyone else, right? Yes, yes. It, it was great because, we, we, matter of fact, most of our special teams were the same, and we knew that going into the spring we were going to make have our special teams be a lot of juniors, so moving into the fall – this you know the, of this season we you know the punt team was going to be set the kickoff team was going to be set so it's been been uh it, it was very bene- beneficial yeah because it, it gave you a, just a head start on your yeah, off, like, on, on your off season like You're, a preseason to the season yeah. right and, and so so you sort of knew what you had coming back the kids don't have as much time to maybe lose sight of, or, or or forget things that you taught them in the spring so it just gave you a, a just a giant head start. Uh, how tough was last year for you? Because you're a guy that loves coaching football right. more than anything else in life. And to not have a fall season last year, to be, to be told we're, we're going to have to wait and we'll, we'll see if we can do something in the spring, how tough was that? To, to have Thanksgiving last year without being able to practice football, how, how tough was that on Rick Connor? Well, you know, again, I, I had no control over the, de- the decision, so uh, what wasn't maybe as, as devastating as, as, as it could have been, but – yeah, it was. It was. It, we were out of our normalcy, and and that's what this whole COVID thing has done for a year and a half. It took everybody out of their their, their normal life. So, we we had to find something else to do. And I, you know, I got I got my knee replaced. I got I got bought a motorcycle. And I just did a couple of things that I never thought I'd do. And well, uh, why, why why did you buy a motorcycle? I just felt felt. Like, I, mean, I was always talking about it, and and my wife looked at me and she said, "I am tired of hearing about this thing." So if you're going to get one, get one. So I, she, I, she, I, I she's not worried about you getting on a bike and uh, getting hurt. Oh, she, uh, she don't worry about me. Okay, <laughs> but but it, it, and reason reason I got it too because in that whole fall I I just go out for a ride on Saturday or Sunday, go out and just take off and and and, and let let my mind wander down, ride down 
to Katak and come back or something like that. So it was just you got the same hairstyle <laughs> I do. So the wind the, the wind wasn't blowing through no, your no, hair. No. Yeah. No, and plus we got to wear helmets. So, but uh, right. it, it was just it was just one of the things that that kind of took up the void of of not doing football and not being busy. And I, I like being busy. I like you know when I get done tonight, I'm gonna go home and. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to change a couple of our scripts that we have to, for to, tomorrow's practice and and uh, stay, up, you know, not not too late and get up early in the morning and, and look at it again. So it's uh, it's uh, it, it was it was odd, different, and not not to be able to play football, not to be, you know, the thing the thing you miss the most is just being around the kids, the kids being around the, each other, and and we had such a tight knit group that it was uh, it was really it was, it was uh, very different. You like practice more than the games, right? I do. I, I, I love practice. I love I love seeing it come together. I like I like struggling Monday because a lot of new stuff. Uh, today we had a great practice. We we we, we are, you were there early on. Our effort wasn't where it was was to be. Uh, they caught a little bit of grief, um, and we we got over it and had a finished up with a great practice tomorrow. Uh, pieces should be in place. We're gonna test them. We're gonna put them in some tough situations, and then Thursday. Uh, what pregame and and uh, we should be running on all cylinders. Like Christmas morning for you is not December twenty fifth. Christmas no, no. morning for you is August twelfth or ninth or what, whatever day well, the first, first day, day of practice. practice. Yes, sir. Yep. Right. That, that's when you're waking up and running down the stairs and and you have the big big look in your eyes and I, stuff I, like that. I still get Merry Christmas on that day from a lot of our former parents and they'll shoot me an email and it's 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 pretty cool right are, are you going to be able to ever retire can, 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 can you can you not coach football it, that that's that that is a tough question and my wife keeps wondering <laughs> and uh you know it, it's funny because and you know me probably better than a lot of people it's it i didn't coach to to win games that's, that's right. I, I, I i love football i love seeing the kids accomplish something maybe they didn't think they could do and it's 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 invigorating and to see them buy in to see them the the changes the growth the progress they make in the weight room uh over a year it's just it's the, the win the wins are just <clears throat> a cherry on top right the, the win exactly and 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 it wasn't always like that when i part of, early part of my career w losing killed me and and i and i just decided myself i said i, I can't can't do it like this because you're not you know there can be games that you lose and you can't you, you got to get over it and, and move on. So I, I focused on trying to be really teams to be really well coached, and that was my goal. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to picture you sitting. It, it's a fall Friday night. I'm just trying to picture you sitting at your house right across the street from Lincoln High School. Oh no, I'll, I'll be oh. over there watching the game. Right. <laughs> I'll walk over. Listen, you know, be honest with you, my wife is she's dying to go to a game, and and not have a dog in the fight. So it 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 it'd be it, eventually it's going to be. Uh, we'll, I, we'll I, I, like you, you, you can be coaching at like eighty years old though. I, I, I've got, I got a few I, years I, left. Yes, right. Yeah, yes. I, 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 I just, I just can't see you not. You're, you're, it's, it's impossible to picture you not coaching. It, it's and to be honest, this is this year has been, and and really the last spring, the last couple, they've been as as enjoyable as any year I've ever coached, and it's that's thirty six years. So it's uh. Right and again, now, it's, it's not about the winning. Like you guys have been in the state final three straight years, yeah. fall fall seasons going into this. It's it's not the winning that that drives you. No, 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 no. Or, I mean, that that's crazy too. It's just it's just part of it. It's like I said, I, I love being on that field. I love going out there. To, I love I I like the weight room still. None of that's boring to me yet. Right. I mean, because you said to me after games, like it, it, like all this, like just 
the outcome of the game, like you said, it it, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, nope. you you enjoy it. I mean, you don't like to lose. You you enjoy all the wins, but 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 it, it seems like you're being genuine. Like oh, yeah, like, yeah. like like this stuff. Like the the scoreboard doesn't matter to you. No, not not in the least. The uh, you know we, we my it was my second year at TJ. It was like 1993 or four. I don't even know. We won eight and two, and and for nine months I was mad, and I, that's when I decided that, that can't happen. I can't be I can't be that dependent on winning, and so we 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 focused on being being well coached, trying to out coach you know the other team, having special teams, defensive schemes, change it up week to week, and and that's that has been invigorating to me. Yeah, I was gonna say how do you how do you keep how do you keep the job fun still? That and and and. and when you have ten new defensive starters, it's 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 exciting again because it, you're teaching again. It's new. It's new to them, and so it, it was. They, they expect you to bring bring do do your job, bring your A game every every practice, and and kids want to be coached. They really do when you get down to it. So it's uh, that's what's so much fun about it, and to see the progress they made from that that one returning starter uh, unit to who they are now today is is really fun. Do people do people overreact to all this stuff? I mean, they, they they see you guys in week one, and and now it's week what twelve or thirteen, and right. you it's like you're not you're not the same team. No, no, it's 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 really uh, people notice it, and it's it's fun because uh, you know it's we're we're doing what we you know playing linger football. Yeah, because they might see early in the season you guys struggle to pull out a win. They're like, "Oh no, what's wrong with Leganor? But but you're like, "Nothing's wrong with no, us. No, we just have, we just have to get better. We're we're gonna be fine. We're gonna get better. You're right. And and you know we were supposed to be down this year. That was that was the word out there. They only got one guy on defense. Uh, this the state leading rusher left. He graduated. What do we? How are you gonna be good? No one knew. No one knew Ethan was gonna no, be this good. No. no. So like, did you like? Did you know? Did you have a hunch that we, Ethan? We, Ethan we, we had a hunch. Yes. You, yes. You, you had a hunch, but 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 still, it's gotta. You have to let it happen. He, he first. has. Yeah. yeah. He's 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 uh, surpassed expectations. Yes. Right. Yeah. So. Matter of fact, we talk, remember we started. He started out being our starting linebacker. We started two sophomores a linebacker. Right. And and as everything started to happen, we 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 went with another. Linebacker that freed him up to get some more running back reps, and all of a sudden, bam, he got some carries, and we 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 found this kid. <laughs> it, it, it looks like, and maybe he doesn't get the credit he deserves because everyone thinks it's the offensive line, but it looks like he's just running. The the Red Sea is like parting in front of him, and he's just running through these he, gaping holes. He gets through the line of scrimmage a lot with, without getting hit, and and to be honest with that's that's when the your impact is as as a running back. It's when so if we can get him in, into that second level, you know he's because those smaller DBs now have to he, tackle. Him. He's getting chopped or whatever, but he's not getting smashed. Uh, so it's it's uh, he's yeah he's he's but he he reads it he finds it he's he's done a great job. Right, I I've I've gained because at first I'm like wow he, he looks like a good running back, but he's got a he's running behind this awesome awesome offensive line and he never gets touched, but. I've gained a real appreciation for his ability to see all this stuff. Yeah, it's it's different, yeah. Right. Uh, it's, it's he's doing he's doing a lot of it on his own. It's, it's not just his line, just just giving him wide open lanes all the time. Absolutely, and 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 the other ingredient for and what makes him such a good running back is is he really is tough. He's a tough kid. He's a, he's a wrestler. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he didn't get a whole lot of sympathy at home. Right. Uh, he's 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 tough. His his sisters probably um, beat 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 him up and stuff she's, like that. She's so. she's 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 an athlete. She's a scholarship athlete too. I, you know, and and she can fly. 
So. Right. Yeah. Good, good, good soccer player, good track athlete. Yeah. So, um, uh, the the knee, the knee sir the, the knee replacement was that just wear and tear or did did you did you do something to oh, no, yeah, old or, age or, yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. just yeah. needed to be be done I had an injury early on in high school and finally just you know came came to a head and I quit quit limping and got a brand new knee and it was it was a great choice <laughs> and you had to time it right too because you yeah. could you couldn't be out of commission when when it was time to to practice or anything like that so I, it, it was COVID gave me an opportunity. Right, because you don't often hear that sequence, have knee surgery and then go out and buy a motorcycle. No, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's often you get in the new knee after you get into a, into a, into a bike wreck or, right, right. or, or something like that. So, um, so, so just, just be careful on that. Be careful on that uh, <laughs> motorcycle. So, so, so what type of game can we expect on, on Friday night against Frederick? Well, it's, it's, I, think, I think they're going uh, to be – it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a lot of people there, I think, a lot of people from the county, the, from other schools that are going to come. Uh, you know, it's going to be their, their – they're going to try to run the ball on us. And, and do, you think, do, you think that, do you think that'll be different? Do you think they'll try and pass on you more than they did the first game? Uh, I mean, excuse me, run the ball more than they did the I, first I, game? I, I, you know, I, I can't – I think he's going to take whatever advantage he has, whether it's through the air or through the ground. Yeah. Uh, so, it, but, but it looks like they're, they're really grinding it out a little bit more than they have. Uh, this time of year, it's a little different throwing the ball. So, so that could, could lead to – uh, you know, run happy uh, schemes and and, and strategies. Uh, I like that running back. He's good. Yeah, I mean, Tay Anderson. He yeah. he and Ethan will be uh, will be vying for that rushing title for the, the next couple seasons. They're both sophomores. Yeah, yeah right. It's it's uh, yeah. They're 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 gonna have a good guy for a couple more years, just like we are. If you guys win, if you guys return to a state championship yeah. game for a fourth straight year, will the kids get Saturday morning off? Uh, no. No, <laughs> they won't. You're gonna bring them in at 7:30 on Saturday. We're gonna bring no, them in. No, yes, sir. No, no, no sleeping in. No we'll, days off. We'll lift weights and uh, watch film. Okay. I might not. I might give them the, the mile. I might give them the mile off. But but we're gonna uh, no we're gonna, no mile. Okay. No mile. But we're gonna lift weights and watch film. Uh, Rob uh, Havenstein, you, uh, the, the big tackle uh, for the Rams. He was one of your best milers, right? He. he ran, I'll never forget. He ran a 7:40 mile the last one of this summer because we always. And this do is like a 300 run. plus pound lineman yes. running, running a 7:40 mile. And he, and he was in shape, and we, we 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 tell our parents in our first parent meeting, your son's gonna be in the best shape of his life. We guarantee that this will be the best shape of his life, and uh, it was uh, it was it happens a lot. And Rob was in great shape. He, Rob played both ways, right at three forty, right. And, and then you watch him play basketball, and, he, and he's moving as well as Laid a, a, a guard. Like, he, like he was like a ballerina out there. Almost. Some some kids you know are going to be really have incredible success, and we knew Rob was going to be an All Big Ten selection. We knew Rob was going to be an All American. We knew Rob was going to get drafted. You just knew it. Right before it happened, and it was great to see him. Uh, he yeah. he came back recently uh, before the season. Uh, I, I saw Jacob Cannon at the little clinic that he did at uh, Frederick Indoor Sports Center, right. and it wasn't just Ligonier kids; it was linemen from all over the country able to benefit from, from Rob's yeah. uh, uh, expertise. He had a blast doing that, and that's the type of kid he is, right? Or, or young man he is. He's uh, he's got two kids. He's he's yeah. He's he's lives in Wisconsin. He lives in has two homes. He's. Uh, He's really successful. And, and then he showed up the following morning uh, at your football practice. Yep, yep. Showed and, and ran, got got a workout in, and then right, went you, put, you were able to put him through the put him through the paces <clears throat> again. So well, and the kids loved it, and he was great. And he was he was competing with him and cheering him on. So it's just it's it's, it's unbelievably and, 
satisfying to see something like that take place. And and not everybody gets to do that. Not everybody gets to coach a guy who goes and plays in the NFL. Right. And he comes back and he works out with your guys. And and he would text me all the time, hey, hey coach, I'll be in town. Can I get in and get weight room and a lift? And and again, that's that's just part of our culture. That, that, that the training part, it's year round. There's no days off. Uh, that type of mentality and 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 it's perfect for you because you could say if you do the right things if you yeah. do what we're telling you that 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 could be you someday. Oh, it, it, Rob Rob lives in our weight room. He lives, you know, right. it, It's good enough for Robbie. It's good enough for you. Right. So. And do you wear do you wear your Havenstein Rams jersey on? on oh yeah. On, yeah. On, on, when on they Sundays? play on Monday night, when they play on Thursday nights, uh, yep, I wear it. Yep. Yeah, you do. So it's it, it. Some people may think it's goofy. I I love it. Right. So no sleeping in on Thanksgiving either. You know, what, what, what time is everyone showing we're, up we're, uh, Thursday morning? Uh, we, we're going to be dressed and start by 8 o'clock. Okay. Well, knowing me, I'll, we'll probably start like at 7.57. So just in case that kid who's trying to be on time, right, it feels gets a little uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So because um, there's no being late uh, with, with Coach Connor. No. And then and then you'll just go home, family time, and um, go home, watch, watch some football. Watch some fo- probably, probably not the NFL. You'll probably be watching tape, not the, not the I, NFL. I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch a little bit of Frederick, but uh, we'll watch, uh, watch sit down and watch some NFL and probably fall asleep for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what's your favorite food at Thanksgiving? Uh, I, I, like, I like turkey, our dressing. I like, uh, I like gravy. Uh, uh, and I don't know why we don't do this all the time, but my wife makes a, gr- a green green bean casserole that's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I, I would eat green beans then. But <laughs> so, so, so you like it all. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Pumpkin pie. Yeah. And, and are you worried some of your kids are going to overdo it and not be ready for the game on Friday? Or, um, nah. Yeah. They'll be fine. They'll right. Be fine. Yeah. And, and, They're kids. And, and, and your wife puts all all this on. Do, she, 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 do, you, do you help you help at all uh, in, in the kitchen? Yeah, I'll be doing. I'm sure I'll be peeling some potatoes and that kind of stuff. And and our uh, my wife's sister Pam will come over, and those two will knock it out and just like good old uh, good now fashion. Right. Well, best of luck, Coach. I mean, it's been great having you in here again. It's been too long since you since you trotted it in here. Yeah. It's always good to, to talk football with you. Well, and, I appreciate it. And I appreciate everything you do and keep keeping. Uh, the sports and, and the high school sports active in the Frederick Yeah, Coast, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. It's, it's, it's much more exciting to me to, talking about this stuff than talking about, like, health reporting and, yeah. like, COVID, <laughs> COVID issues, what, what I was doing during during the early stages of the pandemic. So I'm, I love being back in sports. I love going to your practices yeah. and be, being able to do uh, stuff like this. Well, so, you're, you're back at the right place. Yeah, exactly. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Coach. You too, Grant. And, and happy Thanksgiving to all of you. My thanks to, to John Cannon for coming in a little early, earlier. Uh, to Graham Cullen for producing the podcast and for all of you for listening. Our, num- our numbers are growing, uh, which is great. So, so we really <laughs> appreciate that. And uh, we'll be back next week. We'll definitely have a state finalist um, going to Annapolis next week, one way or the other. So uh, tune in next week to the Final Score Podcast. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.